Hey guys, it's Free Black Moms. Welcome, welcome. This is Laquisha. And this is Crystal. And welcome to our weekly podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, today's episode, we're going to focus on tips and mommyhood. And I'm sorry, cooking tips and mommyhood. Because um, the last week we talked a little bit about um, tips for fitting healthy things in and self-care and we touched barely on the food situation because that is big Mm -hmm. but we wanted to double back and give some life tips to how you can squeeze it in because anybody can say eat your salads whatever we can say that but how do you really fit that in especially with picky eaters who are only eating a certain thing and you're creating this (laughs) meal for them and then you got to taste it you know yeah i've I've had to get yeah so we'll we'll definitely touch on how to cook healthy meals how to prepare healthy meals for yourself and your family yes and how to fit that into real life yes you know this isn't pinterest this is not instagram this is what are you going to do on a wednesday and you're tired and you've been running um but you know um the, the olympics are in full swing yes i want to give a disclaimer before we get into the olympics we are two free black moms and we have a total between us of three children um our microphone might pick them up because they are doing their thing uh and this is life this is motherhood life when you're trying to do a podcast in the middle of the day which is child height like height of their energy so um so if a kid runs in here and demands <laughs> our attention, one mom will run interference and the other mom will keep it moving because yeah. we know how to juggle yeah. life. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there. All right, the Olympics. Let's talk about it. So I will give the disclaimer that I don't really watch the Olympics. Neither do I. So, but that's not the reason why we're talking about the Olympics. Right. We are talking about the Olympics because the the whole Simone Biles situation um, is happening and keeping a mental um, balance, mental health at the forefront is one of our big things. We, We talked about this already, but as humans, as women, as moms, as wives, whatever, the whole point is to be a whole human mm-hmm. and what uh, what we face in normal life can easily throw off your mental well-being mm-hmm. so add to that millions of followers uh, millions of eyeballs watching you the the back the you know the background situation as far as the assaults and the sexual abuse mm-hmm. the abuse probably happening that we don't know I've heard that they might have some kind of authoritarian type of system. Where with the Olympics? Where the the coaching, you know, uh, you okay. know, I don't really know what we don't really know what happens in the background right. of anything. Right. So what happens when you are the greatest of all time in your sport and you, take a break. and you have to take a break while the spotlight is on? Yeah. Can you imagine? During and you need to take a break during the Olympics, which is what you're training for like all your training all your i'm not a gymnast so what are they called gym meets or right, right. whatever they're called 
it's all preparing you for right. the Olympics, which happens, what, once every four years? And the thing is, it's like, you put in all of those hours, the sprinting, the flexibility, right. the weight training, all that, all right. of the hours and the sweat and all that that we do not see. Right, creating new moves. You're right, for a couple of minutes on yeah. the TV where they get a chance to shine. Yeah. So I am totally sure that this young woman is way more disappointed than anybody that is commenting on her situation. Yeah, because I'm sure she did not anticipate needing to take a break in the middle of the world's most famous athletic event. Right. And um, and so she also has her disappointment in herself, but then she also has the ears and opinions of All the world right. that is like, suck it up, just push through it. And, and that's where I wanted to go with that because for so long, um, I, I can't really speak to other communities, but women, moms, whatever, especially black women, mm-hmm. we we do have to just kind of suck it up. We we are the backbones of churches. We're the back we're we're the backbones of the family. We have to go to work, come home, study if we're in school, mm-hmm. still you know whatever, and just push through. So the things that are asked of us as black women, black moms, you know, just in general, is to suck it up and handle things. Mm-hmm. And our generation is getting to the point, and I'm so proud of our strides. Yeah. We're getting to the point of saying, you know what? No more. No. We're good. And I am so glad. Okay, so on my my network, mm-hmm. I center black women. Mm-hmm. And I am very vocal about that. Mm-hmm. And so when I see people that are anti-black women, I mm-hmm. take them off of my network. Mm-hmm. I don't need that energy. Right. So I'm very grateful that the network that I have created on my social media platform is supportive of this young woman. I know that comments are happening because I see them in other places Mm -hmm. and I don't like it. And I'm not searching out those comments because I know that they're there. Mm -hmm. But I am happy for the auntie energy, Mm -hmm. the the big sister energy Mm -hmm. that I'm seeing from a lot of our age cohort as as we are supporting her. Yeah. And one thing I'm I'm proud of I'm I'm proud of black people and also athletes in general standing behind her um, because uh, one of the things that made me um, bring this up was a post I saw on Facebook where uh, a former gymnast kind of went through the same thing where she injured herself and she was pressured to push through it and they pressured her doctors to say she was okay and all of this but whatever ended up happening was during her training because her leg was weaker than it should have been she ended up breaking her neck and being um paralyzed for the rest of her life oh my god that happened when she was 20 and she lived another 26 years after that um so in this case with simone biles i don't know if we mentioned her name but in this case with simone biles um she's listening to her body she i mean what's being said is that she does not trust her body or her mind right now because the adrenaline could push her past where her body is able to go and people are kind of like suck it up you can do it 
but you're not the one that's going to have to deal with those injuries when she's 50 something years old because she didn't listen to herself in her 20s right um and that's one thing going back to what you were saying about black women being taught to push through it we're taught to not listen to ourselves we're taught to ignore ourselves from a very young age right and kind of get over it we we have been adultified and dehumanized to the point where you know our pain threshold is supposedly lower and we right. are supposed to be able to put whatever on our shoulders and right. just suck it up and that is not real life that's not real life and we all have our breaking points yes we do and i am just really happy that we're getting to a point where we're even having these conversations yes because right now because of this prominent young woman doing this it's going to give other people the okay to take a vacation mm -hmm. to finally say no to that project mm -hmm. i have a friend who um sent me an email i mean a text message wanting me to um to do a scholarship for yoga for um, minorities, you know, mm -hmm. folks. And that sounds like an amazing opportunity. However, I know my life right now. Mm -hmm. I am busy. I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be creating a curriculum for homeschooling. Mm -hmm. I run, I take care of myself, I take care of my household and my husband. Mm -hmm. I just do not have the time at this point. Mm -hmm. So I have gotten to the point of being able to say no so that I can say yes to myself right. and focus on myself and my family. Right. Even even on opportunities that seem amazing. Mm -hmm. And I am not an Olympic athlete, mm -hmm. but I want other people who are just in those everyday situations. It's like, man, that brunch sounds good. Mm -hmm. I really want to go. Mm -hmm. But you know that you're training for something. Mm -hmm. or you know you got to go to work the next morning. Mm -hmm. You have to be smarter so you don't burn yourself out. Right. Right. Yeah, I just um, I just found that topic that topic interesting because um, the same thing happened with um, Naomi Osaka. Yes, um, and she wasn't injured. I don't know if Simone Biles was injured, but um, she just took a break from uh, like press conferences and things she, mentally. She she, she, she chucked the deuces. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, if y'all. I need a break, and they didn't want to give her a break, and she was like, bye. Right. Bye. Um, yeah, so I am, yes, let, let's keep, let's keep that energy. Yeah, more let's of keep, that. Let's keep talking about how important it is, our mental well-being, because it all plays, it plays a factor. If your mental game is not there, mm -hmm. you don't, you're not, you, you might not care about your health. You mm -hmm. might not care about mm -hmm. going to the gym. You might not care about how you're spending money. Mm -hmm. Your mental well-being is foundational for everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if the strong, I mean, I don't know if I'm reaching or grasping for straws, but especially in Simone's situation, it's like the strong black woman thing. Woo. And so it's like push through it, you know. Yeah. And our generation is saying we're not all that strong. Like I don't care we're strong. I'm strong. But we're not strong to the detriment of ourselves. Exactly. I'm strong where I need to be. Yeah. We I think we're more of the work smarter, not harder. At least some of us. Yeah. Because I can go out, you know me, I work out literally nearly every day. Mm -hmm. I am strong in that aspect. Mm -hmm. I am not strong 
in thinking that I'm a superwoman mm-hmm. and I'm going to tackle everything mm-hmm. because I'm not. Right. I don't want to. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we wanted to touch on that. That was our current events thing. We're finding our format here with Free Black Moms. And this definitely um, was something that was relevant being black women, raising black children, two of those being black women, future black women. Yes. Um, So that's something that I know we want to instill in our daughters is to, if you need to stop the train so that you don't get run over, stop the train so you don't get run over. Yes. Um, So back to, let's go, food. Okay, tips for food. So I am a former personal trainer, as I've said, and um, the food thing is pivotal because as humans, we gotta eat. So I know that it's been kind of a running joke during the quarantine, like, did you buy an air fryer? Did you buy? (laughs) No, I did not buy an air fryer. But the air fryer (laughs) situation just literally makes life so much easier. I have an air fryer and I have an Instapot. And and I know that back in the day, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, having a crock pot was a cool thing. Oh yeah. You, especially if you had a timer crock pot, you were doing good. Mm-hmm. You set, you put your food in there, you set your timer. And then you're done. And you're done. Um, you know, some people might not have a timer and they did stuff overnight and then it'll be done. But with the Instapot, you can literally have a full meal that is healthy um, without much um, without much needed to do on your end in about 30 minutes. I have actually cooked a pot of beans from dried, not even soaked beans, in 40 minutes. And the cool and the cool thing about using the Instapot is that you just set it and walk away. So set it and forget it. Yes. So that, that that's the cool thing. You know, like people might want fresh food, healthy food. The whole setting it and walking away is cool because you can put your food on, set the timer, and go work out. Mm-hmm. You can put your food on and do another task like jump in the shower and get ready for the day if you do it in the morning. So that is that is one tip for me is to get yourself some kitchen equipment that makes your life easier. Mm-hmm. So the Instapot is basically a pressure cooker that cooks things in like half the time or or even faster. Cause like when you cook beans, that could easily be an eight hour endeavor. Yeah, yeah man. With my Instapot also, I can pull some frozen chicken breasts out of, like I could have put some frozen chicken breasts at the beginning of us recording this mm-hmm. and it will be done by the end of the time that we're done. Mm. So if you are the type of person that you don't know what you want to eat until that minute or mm-hmm. that that meal, this is fine for you because you can throw two frozen chicken breasts in there and it'll be done in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. I can cook a batch of white rice in seven minutes mm-hmm. and a batch of brown rice <laughs> in 16 minutes. In the Instapot? In the Instapot. Let's see, I don't have any of these gadgets. I'm still I, like I, so I, top, see, you and know. The, and, the so. thing, and the thing about the rice in the Instapot, you do not burn it. You will not burn it. Girl, look. You need an Instapot. Like, okay, so. It takes, I set my Instapot for five minutes for the rice. 
I set it for five minutes. I, I will go in there and set this up right now. I'm going to throw this to you. I'm going to make a sunrise right now. Look, okay. I swear. Um, so you set it for five minutes and it has to build up pressure. It cooks for five minutes and then the rice is done. White rice cooks in about five minutes. Brown rice cooks in about 16 minutes. I know these times. And I'm a brown rice eater. It takes 16 minutes. Okay. And okay, so I have two separate pots in there. I have my air fryer. Mm -hmm. If the food is fresh and thawed out, I can have some crispy chicken in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Fresh. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I have some frozen salmon, my frozen salmon takes me 22 to 25 minutes to cook in okay. the pot. Okay. I mean, in, in the um in the air fryer, I put a piece of foil down mm -hmm. and then I cook it. So, truthfully, a lot of the times I don't even cook in advance. Mm -hmm. if, if I don't know what everybody else is feeling, I don't even cook in advance because I know that it does not take me very long to mm -hmm. cook. So, I'm going to throw it to you. You talk about Nona and um what you well, got one here. yeah one of the things that we do um food wise is I, I try to plan but planning doesn't always work um i definitely try to plan our meals and i also try to make things that are quick um and if that doesn't work out i will do um things that can last a few days and you know as black women as black families we're really good with, okay, we're gonna make this pot of spaghetti and we're gonna eat this pot of spaghetti from Monday to Friday. Uh, well, with picky eaters, that doesn't always work. Um, so I have to space things out and plan menus accordingly. Um, luckily, I'm, I'm seeing the end of our picky eater stage, um, but I, I try to um, plan meals where there's at least one thing that I know Nona will eat. I know I'm gonna eat everything that I make, but I know that there's at least one thing that I know Nona will eat, and it's usually the densest, heaviest thing. Um, so if you are dealing with picky eaters and you want to expand their palate, when you plan your meals, plan for at least putting one thing on their plate that you know they will eat and make sure it's dense, heavy, like it's something that can fill them up. Um, one of the things Nona loves, Nona loves avocados. She loves guacamole. So when we do our taco nights, I'm putting tortilla shells on there because she loves those. I know those will fill her up. Guacamole will fill her up and beans. So those are all things that don't take a lot of time, especially if you get the canned beans. Those don't take a lot of time and they're good and healthy for everybody. Um, we do chicken, we do quite a bit of chicken in our house. Um, baked chicken is one of those things, I don't have an air fryer yet, but those are one of those things that you can just kind of put in the oven, walk away, do some things, come back to with the other components of your dinner and um, then you're, you know, you're ready to eat. One of the, um, so trying to keep things healthy. I kind of want to talk about getting your children out of the picky eater 
phase. I, I, um, wish, I wish I could talk about it because, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. We're in the middle of it. We are in the middle of the struggle. So I, I wish I could, but one of the things, some, something that I like to do is just cook things in bulk and mm-hmm. cook a lot of it and cook it general enough to where, um, to where I can move it around or yeah. Adjust yeah. it as necessary. You can doctor it up for yourself and yes. leave it. Yeah. Like I, I just went in there to throw on a pot of rice <laughs> just to show Crystal how easy it is to bake a pot of rice. Mm-hmm. I, I should have started it um, ten minutes ago, so it would have been done in the in this broadcast. We'll see how how that goes. Well, well. We'll let you know how it turns out in the next episode. In the next episode, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, if you if, if, in real life, in real mommy life for me, if I have a couple of meat options in the freezer or cooked, mm-hmm. um, if I have rice in the house, which I do, I have white rice and brown rice in the house. Mm-hmm. The only thing that needs to be adjust like adjusted is uh, vegetables. You can have some. I like to have. Um, fresh vegetables and frozen vegetables. Mm-hmm. That way, that you know, if I run out of something, I have a fallback. I, mm-hmm. Obviously, who doesn't want to eat fresh vegetables? But that's not always right. That's not always. It's not always feasible. Yeah. And I can easily throw together some kind of soup because I have frozen chicken in the freezer. I I'll have some frozen vegetables in the freezer. I always have rice in the house. Mm-hmm. So there there's possibilities for a soup if I run out of any kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. There's typically some pasta in the house. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't just have pasta? Yeah. <laughs> keep pasta in the house. Yeah. So there are certain things that you always have to have in the house, like um seasonings. You gotta you gotta well, we're black, you know, I don't know what your spice We got well look, my spice cabinet looks like a black person's spice cabinet. <laughs> you gotta I mean we just don't want to put that out there. Right. <laughs> we it's have more like, than salt and pepper. More than salt and pepper. Yeah. Just like, okay, so I could go in there and make a chicken vegetable soup right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool. That's another cool thing about the Instapot. You can make a fresh soup within like um, maybe 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can give give everything a chance to meld together and all the seasonings enough mm-hmm. time to to, uh, to get in there. So the important thing about making meals is to be flexible and stock up. You don't have to stock up with a bunch of stuff that's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. But you, I, yeah, I tend no, to, yeah. you know, having rice in the house and having seasoning and meat or your proteins or your beans or something mm-hmm. in the house. Because you can easily run out and get some lettuce if you need to get some yeah. lettuce or something yeah. like that. But having the main things... Um, in the house and constantly looking in the pantry. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that foundation. The foundation makes the execution happen a lot easier. Can I tell you something? Can I have a treat? Yes. And here we go. Yes. We got the babies coming in. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was, um, so she's talking about definitely planning your meals, um, how to set yourself up for success. Um, I want to touch on getting your kids out of the, the picky eating stage. One thing that we are finding that's, well, that I'm finding um, that is working for Nona is um, family style meals, kind of like where I can let her grab whatever she may want. 
or let her grab where whatever she may see me eating. Um, she surprised me the other day. We went to a ramen restaurant a couple weeks ago, and um, it really wasn't family style. I got her her normal jam. Her normal jam is noodles. I'm like, I know she's gonna eat these noodles. But one thing that she surprised me with was that she was eating um, salmon roe, which is like salmon eggs. She was eating watermelon radish. She was eating mushrooms. She was eating, what else did she eat that just caught me completely off guard? There was something else she ate where I was just like, but I found that because she was in a setting where she was allowed to pick what, what looked interesting to her, she ate it and there was you know there was no pushback usually there's like here try this and there's a pushback with that and that and that goes back to what we were talking about um where we were giving our children the opportunity to have opinions oh yes. and be able to make decisions for themselves yes and starting them out at this young age to be able to have the the bandwidth to be able to vocalize that yes is important yes. especially for small decisions you get this that's what I was thinking as because I'm not an expert at this but I figure you give them the confidence at this age then mm -hmm. when they get older they'll have the confidence to make decisions yes later on. yeah and we don't I don't push her when it comes to food well let me take that back I push her when it comes to food when I notice she's not eating just to get to the dessert I'll push because you're not about to trick me I, I done been through this. We're not. You're not about to trick me. But but if she's eating, like if she's not eating just to not eat, or if she's not trying it, or if she tells me that she's full, she's a nibbler. If she eats a quick five bites and she's like, I'm full. As long as she's eating most or taking a bite of everything that's on her plate, I'll let that go. Right. Um, but if it's one bite just to get to the ice cream, nah, son, we're gonna have to push ice cream back until we can eat our food. Um, so that's part of giving them their own opinion, giving them their voice, because I grew up in, you gotta clean your plate off. You gotta clean your plate off. Um, whether you like it or not, whether you fool or not, yeah. you gotta clean your plate. And that's one thing I, I do not want for my child. She, her body knows when she's done. And, and I don't like that anyway because that doesn't give the correct the correct signals to know how to stop when you're full. Right. Or and it doesn't give you the opportunity to know what you like or don't like. And it doesn't give you that confidence to be able to speak up. Like I like I, I never really understood. It's like if someone is always dictating your life. What are you supposed to do when you are an adult? We will talk about that. Okay. How do you dictate, how do you create a life and you're used to someone telling you what to do and how much to do it and we when will to talk do to it? You. That, I mean, obviously yeah. that, that we can do that. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I got some opinions on that. Yeah. All right. So we are coming up on the end of um, this episode. Um, Thank you for tuning in, you all. Thank you for listening to Free Black Moms. Um, definitely support the podcast. Please Listen, share. share, tell folks. We really want to blow up. 
Um, look, I, I don't have I don't have a job. I need some, <laughs> my mama got to get some exposure. <laughs> so we need some exposure. So if you like what you he are hearing, let us know. Um, if you don't like what you're hearing, let us know because this is for black moms. This is not just for us to be getting our thoughts out. We can do that on the phone. This is for moms to listen to and find a community in. And if there's something that is not being touched on that you want to hear about, let us know and we'll we'll figure it out and we'll work it into one of our episodes. Absolutely. Um, I'm signing out. All right, I'm signing out. This is Free Black Mom. This is LaQuisha. This is Crystal. And we'll talk to you next week. Boom.